Welcome everyone to episode 29 of Third Heaven Authority podcast. I'm Mike Thompson. This podcast has that title, Third Heaven Authority, for a very good reason. It's because 11 years ago, the Lord caught me away, he took me into the throne room of God, and he literally gave me that assignment. I'd never heard that phrase before, Third Heaven Authority. I knew that uh, the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 12, the first four verses, talked about third heaven in reference that he himself had been caught up there. But when the Lord took me to heaven, he actually said, I want you to teach my people third heaven authority. And so I've been obedient unto him all of these years and will continue to do so. Today, I do want to share with you some of the things, kind of review, that I have told before the original encounter. We've got so many new listeners. I want to catch you up for you to understand. In fact, I would really encourage you to go back and to listen from the very beginning with episode one so that you understand it. But I know that as I am just sharing from my heart today, if you're not only a new listener, but if you are a listener that's been with me the whole time, you are going to catch nuances of new revelation as it comes out of me. So just open your hearts, ask the Holy Spirit to give you ears, spiritual ears of understanding, to hear what it is that he's saying to you today. Eleven years ago, the Lord caught me in the Spirit into third heaven. Now, I had been accustomed to that. My wife, C.K., and I both have been operating in spiritual things from the day that we first received the baptism in the Holy Spirit, and that was in the early 1970s. Jesus People Movement, charismatic renewal. In fact, my parents moved in the Spirit, particularly my dad, a great deal. We came about uh, all of this during a time of restoration, God was restoring to the church, I'm talking about the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, Christians in general, the understanding of how to operate in spiritual things, to walk in the Spirit, to hear in the Spirit, hear the voice of God. And I really want to encourage you because you have that ability. If you are born again, if you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then you have the ability to walk in these supernatural things. That's the foundational realm. We must understand that these things are not just for a select few or for those who would be called a prophet. It's for every believer. There is a base level of walking in the Spirit where God deals with us in the spiritual realm, supernatural realm, and He teaches us how to have visions and dreams and to hear His voice and leadership and guidance and how to lay hands on the sick and watch them recover, how to uh, take authority over spiritual demonic entities and to cast them out or to stop their influence in any situation. So we have that ability. You have that ability. Now, layered on top of that, there are specific graces that God gives to us as individuals. If you have the grace of teaching or the grace of, of praying for the sick or any of those kinds of things, 
then God's going to operate through you according to your personality, your gift mix, and so on. You do not have to be a prophet. Now, I operate in the grace of being a prophet because that's what God has called me into. But I think I really want to encourage you and let you know that the realm of the supernatural, angelic visitations, miracles, healings, leading of the Holy Spirit is all there for you. You can do it within the gift mix and the personality that you have as an individual before the Lord Jesus Christ. So in this encounter, the Lord took me to third heaven, and there I was standing before the throne of God. As I looked at the Lord Jesus seated upon the throne, I could instantly feel his love, acceptance, and value. I mean, all of the stuff that hinders us here on earth, fear, intimidation, condemnation, shame, guilt, disapproval, failure, self-doubt, all those things that bombard us, they were just completely gone. I was standing before the Lord feeling absolute peace. I knew because of the look in his eyes that he loved me unconditionally. I had never felt that kind of love before, never felt that kind of peace before. And uh, it was after this experience some weeks that my son came to me, Brian, and he said, Dad, I was just listening to a Bob Jones teaching. And he said, here, I, I want to show you what he said, and I want to play this for you. Because as a prophet of God, he had had many of those experiences. He said that when you go through the second heaven realm and you get to heaven itself, that all the demonic hooks are released from you because you can't carry those into heaven. When I heard that, I said, that's it. That's it. That's exactly what happened to me. I know what he's talking about. So as I stood there, I just began to realize deep down on the inside of my heart something that I didn't had never known before. And I just, to myself, I expressed and I said, Jesus, is this what it feels like to be a new creation in you? Is this what you created us to be as believers in you? I just felt such love. The kind of love that can only be part of the grace of God. Now, I understood, and I had taught about grace and about mercy for so many years, and how that grace comes from the agape nature of God. Uh, those who walk in performance religion and works and legalism don't have that kind of grace, and so they're bound to conditions of performance. They try to earn their right before God, earn God's love, in fact, his blessings, the right to be qualified to go to heaven in the first place. But the grace of God became so apparent to me and became real at that particular moment because it wasn't any works that I had performed. I was minding my own business. My body uh, was back on earth and I was in a prayer meeting and suddenly I'm in the throne room of God and I feel unconditionally loved, accepted, and valued and all the hooks are gone. It was because of what Jesus had done for me. 
It was because of what Jesus had done for every believer. It's by his shed blood. And I want you to know that if there's any sense of shame and guilt, condemnation and judgment that has been placed upon your life, Jesus didn't do it. The Holy Spirit didn't do it. It wasn't from him. It's from the enemy. It's by condemnation and judgment that's in the earth. It's by religionism and misunderstanding. And so I really pray that the Holy Spirit would reveal that to you today. In fact, I ask now, Holy Spirit, that you would deliver each and every one of us from condemnation and self-judgment and that we could grasp that by Jesus' blood, all things of heaven and salvation have been given unto us. Bless your people. They are qualified, Lord God. The first thing that I felt while I was in heaven, which is so important, is the absence of all the fear and the condemnation and the inadequacies. In other words, the other side of the coin is I felt his love and his grace. That is a message of third heaven authority. You know, fear will not allow you to operate in third heaven authority. Now, I don't say that condemningly. I'm not saying that if you have any kind of resistance or fear that's operating in your life, it disqualifies you. No, it does not disqualify you. You are qualified by the shed blood of Jesus Christ. I've already made that perfectly clear. It's because of what he has done for you. It is not based upon what you are doing for him because grace is the unmerited favor and empowering presence of God enabling us to be who he created us to be and to do what he has called us to do. Creation comes before doing. Being comes before doing. We do because we are saved. You can't perform the works. You just believe upon what Jesus has already done. You know, you have to ask him to come into your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, and you will be saved. I think that it's so important for believers to understand to walk in third heaven authority. You have to do it by grace. Legalism and works will not get you there. You cannot receive what I am teaching and what Jesus showed me by any other method than the way that he drew me into it. And that is by a divine encounter and revelation of grace and love on his part. Now that I'm back here on the earth, I mean, that encounter was 11 years ago, I still remember what it felt like and that's very important to me because the memories that were impressed, those spiritual memories into my heart, have carried me through many situations where the enemy has tried to cause my faith to weaken. He's accused me. And I've stood before it and said, I don't care what I feel like right now. I don't care what I have done. It doesn't matter what the situations are that are around me, I know that by Jesus' shed blood, I am saved. I am purified. I am holy. I am seated with him at the right hand of the Father in heavenly places, and he is using me. That's what qualifies me. 
standing before that throne, I saw angels that were on the left side and the right side, and there were some angelic type beings behind the throne. They were a little bit bigger, and it seemed to me like they might be some kind of living creatures. I wasn't sure exactly, but I knew the angels were all around. And the angels accepted that. They didn't look at me with condemning eyes. I did not feel any scorn from any in that room, angelic, the Lord Jesus, or otherwise. I was accepted by them. You are accepted by them. Praise God. And then the Holy Spirit turned me around. And I had my back to the throne and I was facing the other direction, and I noticed a hole in the floor, so to speak. It was a portal that was about maybe 10 feet in diameter. And as I looked down, that portal was actually foreseen all the way down through the second heaven and to the first heaven, which would be the earth. And I could see people down there in that prayer meeting that were praying and dealing with spiritual warfare. They were praying for their city, for revival, for spiritual awakening. They were dealing from the earth side, from their position, from earth up with the demonic spirits that were in the atmosphere. Because when the Lord took me to heaven in the first place, he raised me up right over the city and through what I saw was a large group of reddish-colored, dull, reddish-colored lights. They were demonic spirits. They were the ones that were there, were trying to control the city, were affecting people's lives. They didn't want revival and spiritual awakening in their geographical region. And so the Prayer warriors were down there. They were praying. They were binding. They were loosing. They were reading scripture. They were praying in tongues. They were giving prophetic declarations, all of those wonderful things. And they were doing it very effectively. But I had raised right up through those dull reddish lights to get to heaven. And the reason that they were dull is because of the absence of the glory of God. They were not lighted. It was not from God. It was a demonic presence. But from my position, when I was looking down through the portal, I could see right up above that group of dull reddish lights, a larger dull greenish colored light. Again, absence of the glory of God. The Lord spoke to me and said, that's the general. So in other words, you know, like in Ephesians, when it talks about uh, that we wrestle against principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness of this realm, and spiritual wickedness in heavenly places. He's describing a rank-and-file system. Satan uh, may be stupid in the sense that uh, he's coming against God, he'll never win, but he still has wisdom, and he has order. His demonic realm has order. And so there was this general that was above those lower-level demons, and he was giving them orders, and he was overseeing things that were happening in that city. And the Lord said, launch your warfare from here, because from my position, heaven down, I could see what the other believers in the prayer meeting from earth up couldn't see. 
It's all about perspective. That's another thing about third heaven authority. Perspective. Are we looking from heaven down or are we trying to deal with everything from earth up? Because the Bible tells us in Ephesians 1 that Jesus Christ himself, when he was raised from the dead, that he was raised up far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. So he has the seat and the position of preeminence above all those things. And then in the second chapter, it says, and he has raised us up together and seated us with him up there in those heavenly places. So perspective is crucial in walking in third heaven authority because perspective is not just our position of authority, but it's also the location of our authority. Our position of authority is here on the earth, yes, we release it here, but only because of our location of being seated with him in heavenly places. Now, when I heard Jesus say, launch your warfare from here, the second major thing that I felt in heaven was a sense of boldness. It was like, there's no question, of course I have authority over all of the power of the enemy, like Jesus told the 70 in Luke 10 when they returned to him and said, the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said, I beheld Satan fall like lightning. In other words, we kicked him out of heaven, and I have authority over him, and you do too. Remember Jesus said that all authority, after his resurrection, all authority has been given unto me, both in heaven and in earth. So the flow comes from heaven to earth, and it's all in Jesus. But it's because we're seated location-wise with him in heavenly places. That perspective increases our ability to walk in third heaven authority. At that moment, there was no hesitation about the sense of authority that I had and that I could launch warfare against that demonic being. First of all, the absence of any self-doubt whatsoever. Then the unconditional love. Then, of course, the glory of God that was there in the throne room. The glory of God had just saturated the atmosphere. It permeated it. Uh, but also there was a swirling mass of rainbow colors that were up over the throne and just kind of created that throne room. It was not only the sights of the glory of God, but also the sounds of heaven. They seemed to just create a room. In fact, when this entire experience was over, an angel took me and walked me through one of the walls into another room. We just walked through the sights and the sounds of that room. It was all about the glory of God, his presence, how that he filled the room. When we went into another room, the sights and the sounds, the colors of that room carried a different kind of anointing and purpose. And so the angel was teaching me about anointings and how that in heaven, anointings are very important, just as they are on the earth, because they all come from the presence of God. So I looked down through that portal, and just instant boldness. That's when I felt 
the words come into my back from the throne. And those words just came right out of my mouth. And I boldly spoke to that demon. And I said, in the name of Jesus, I dislodge every assignment that you have against this city and these people. And I break the strategies and the communication structure. I dismantle it now that you have with these lower level demons and cause confusion in your ranks. And as I was praying and continued some other aspects of that prayer and that authoritative declaration, then an angel would shoot down from the right side. And then another angel at another point would shoot down from the left side of the throne. And as those angels were coming forward, I could just see that they were involved in spiritual warfare. In fact, after it was all over, the Lord kept me in heaven for a while, and he just talked to me about the angels and about their presence and how they hearkened unto the word, even the word of God that comes out of our mouths. They are sent to be helpers for those who are the heirs of salvation, to minister to us and through us and to bring about the purposes of God in our lives. The angels very much are involved in the binding and loosing that we do on the earth. They're very much involved in protecting us and also ministering to us and strengthening us. Well, I can tell right now that it's going to take another episode. So I'm going to pause and just pray for you at this moment, and we'll pick up again in episode 30. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for each and every person listening to this podcast at this moment now, Lord God, that you would reveal yourself to them and the power and the glory of the saving experience that you have given. And Lord, that you would give them the revelation and understanding of that perspective, that they are seated with Christ in heavenly places, that they are up there with him, and that they have authority from heaven down. I pray that revelation, release that unto them now as the anointing of God flows through them for third heaven revelation. And I pray that the main things we covered today, the Holy Spirit would cause to be so impacting in them and the revelation of it would carry them forward to new heights in the glory of God. Number one, that they are a supernatural being and all of these experiences and all of these things that I'm talking about are theirs by birth in Jesus' name. Number two, that they have as new creations complete love, acceptance, and value in you, peace and grace and love in you, and that the things the devil brings against them on earth are illegal and they do not have to believe it and walk in it. We receive your grace in Jesus' name. We stand before you holy and without blame in the Spirit. And Lord, number three, that you have given them spiritual authority on the face of this earth because they are seated and looking down from heavenly places in Christ. Don't miss the second half of this teaching. 
In fact, join me in all future episodes as I continue to share my heart and my experiences as well as sharing God's Word with you. Subscribe to Third Heaven Authority with Mike Thompson on your favorite podcast platform. And see yourself seated with Christ in heavenly places. Amen.